0: Hey yo, what the f-? this is the palace sh- right here? The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is this is sound bullsh- This is the game where we find out if this is the bull. I am Nasua. new... Through. and alongside with me is co-producer smart smarts what's going on say what's up to america
1: what's up america how you doing take me out to dinner you sound like the coolest type of crew. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo bing bong <laughs> speaking of bing bong i appreciate you for voicing over uh my first nft animation um his name is bing bong everybody look out for it it's gonna be awesome my boy not so hooked us up with the voice so
2: I
0: should have drew a on the pigeon and called him ding-dong. No. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> this is a fun episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy this. Let's play the game. President Joe Biden nominated Kentonji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court this past Friday, setting in motion a historic confirmation process for the first black woman to sit on the highest court in the nation. Today, as we watch freedom and liberty under attack abroad, I am here to fulfill my responsibilities under the Constitution to preserve freedom and liberty here in the United States of America. This is what President Joe Biden. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is what President Joe Biden said <laughs> at the White House as he introduced Miss Jackson. For far too long, our government, our courts, haven't looked like America. This is what President Joe Biden said. I believe it's time that we have a court that reflects the full talents and greatness of our nation with a nominee of extraordinary qualifications. And that we inspire all young people to believe that they can one day serve their country at the highest level. Senate Democratic leaders hope to have a vote confirming Jackson to the court by mid-April. Jackson, who is 51 currently sits on D.C.'s federal court and have been considered the frontrunner for the vacancy since Justice Stephen Breyer announced his retirement. Smarts, I ask you, is it the bull**** that as a counter move, Donald Trump has nominated film director and rap legend Ice Cube to be his vice president, fully understanding that if he wins the election in 2024, he will be draped in Teflon bulletproof attire? Wow.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's so BS.
0: You are According to doublexl dot Joe Budden, yeah, not president.
1: <laughs>
0: According to doublexl dot President Joe Budden. Now nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> According to doublexl dot Joe Button doesn't think that Megan Thee Stallion has reached superstar status despite her popularity outside of rap. The Houston hottie became the topic of discussion on an episode of the Joe Button podcast, which aired on February the 26th. Joe was adamant that Megan can't be classified as a superstar because of her album sales. You're not a superstar if you can't sell an album. What the f*** are we talking about right now? This is what Joe Button says, smarts. What stops her from being a superstar if we're taking out sales? She ain't so got every brand deal in the world, but also has all the backing from mad different people. She's got a lot going on. Last summer, she made History by becoming the first rapper to appear on the cover of Sports Illustrated, Megan's 2020 debut album, Good News, went platinum, while her other recent projects have just went gold. Joe seems convinced the numbers aren't matching the popularity. Y'all just mixing the rules up. This is what Joe Button said, smarts. Um, and his co-host, they tried to convince him, try to make him say things are different, saying that times have changed now. But Joe Button said, "Now nah, f- all this. You still got to know how to sell a f- album. When Adele come out, you got to move. When n- come out, You gotta move. When a superstar comes out, you mortal, mere minion have to move. Nobody does that for Lil Nas X. Nobody does that for the seven Megan Thee Stallion releases that dropped over the past two years. What are we saying? Smart side, ask you. Is it the bull that despite Joe Budden's success outside of hip-hop, he also doesn't know how to sell a Album,
1: yeah, that's a BS. I mean, yeah, he's on a podcast, he's got a big voice now, but yo, you gotta watch your tone when you talk about certain topics. Jersey, <laughs> 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 we hear what you're saying, but that's a BS, bro.
0: And finally, and finally, and finally, according to isgame7.com, Cam Newton is one of the most iconic NFL players of his generation, both on and off the field. He set a new standard for quarterback swagger. Although Newton is obviously no longer the player he once was, in my opinion, is probably because he started rocking them Rompers. I don't know what that was about. But anyway, and despite the fact that the better part of his playing career may be behind him, probably because of the Rompers, but we're going to keep going. The 32-year-old knows how to make headlines. Yes, while wearing rompers. But anyway, case in point, his recent interview with popular social media personality Brittany Renner. During the pair's sit-down, Cam Newton touched on a number of topics. One that stood out was his rationale for why he refused to marry the mother of his four children, Kia Proctor. That's a great question, he said, while rocking his romper. Nah, I'm just playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> The thing is that the person that I was while we were having children together, I couldn't be the best husband. I wasn't prepared to be a husband then. I was on Temptation Island, a football player, young. No, it's not even in my vocabulary. I just found myself in this downward spiral. Did she deserve better? I would humbly say yes. Yes, she did. I was falling deeper into my own selfishness and realizing I got to get better. What makes Cam Newton's decision fascinating is the fact that he comes from a home where his parents stayed together for over 30 years. Smart side, ask you. I ask you smart, smart side, ask you. I ask you smart, smart side, ask you.
1: What's up, man? Smarts, are you ready, Smarts? Rumper, I mean, ready. <laughs> Smarts, are you ready? <laughs> are you Rumper? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Smarts, I ask you, is it the bull <laughs> that Cam Newton
0: doesn't want to put a ring on a woman's finger who birthed four kids him, but would rather slap ass of the former Carolina Panther wide receiver Steve Smith whenever he scores a touchdown because he also contractually obligated to put a ring on his finger too? You ain't got to answer that. <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> You f- you, baba. It's a bunch of us. I'ma calling the Hold on. Her- everybody on their mountain. Everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, i am a winner, baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash very forty on a Yeah, I'm making nerdy if it's at the appellation to the evaluation. I'ma do whatever that they take to make like a nation. Hold on.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the now river of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee training, the greatest henny badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the late night flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassau
0: Nubru. What up, my passengers? We are first in priority. Donate to the cash app dollar sign the late night flight to get this work from minorities. The late night flight. Oh, you never heard of it? Turn up the turbulence. Catch us on these Apple podcasts and these Spotify services. iHeartRadio, YouTube, and the late night QR scan. Download Audible. Download Amazon. Just to hear us back and forth like a U-Haul fan. Hey, I started out not ahead of you. Now look at me. I'm the pilot with the better view, making sure you get here all 82 episodes wherever, wherever, wherever. Podcasts are available.
1: Now let's take off. And In introducing this next artist, I have a little story. I'm not going to be up here very long, but I want to let y'all know where I'm coming from and how we feel about this man at The Rock. When he used to come and make his beats, he used to be like, yo, I rap. And I'm not going to lie, I never really paid it too much attention. I was like, all right, you know, stick yeah. to the kid, you know, that kind of thing. What I thought he was going to do was make an album and put a bunch of guests on it. But obviously he has something different in mind. The thing I liked about him the most was he never tried to be like anybody. He was always very intent on being very original and doing things his way. And on another level, he's always controlled his own destiny.
2: We had worked so hard to introduce Kanye to the world. And not a world could understand why. So without further ado, let's make some noise for shot. Towns on. I'm
0: proud of Kanye West, how's that? Watch the So baby K with the AK, go ahead. Talk to him. Talk to America. What did you think about Genius? So
3: I'm a. F- Say uh, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not really a Kanye fan. I'm not big on none of his, you know, ventures, his clothes and all that. Um, I, I don't really care for Kanye. But watching it, I feel like it gave me an insight on Kanye. Like I, I really enjoy watching it. it. It's not really about for me. It wasn't really about his music and being a producer. It just it just like let me see him as a natural person in, in real life. You know that like he go he went through some trials and tribulations. You know what I mean? Not you know and and let me be honest. His little bit of cockiness, I kind of felt like everybody should have that in their life. You know what I mean? Like everybody should feel like I will have two Grammys because I'm pretty much that's what he said. I'm I'm going to have this. And when he got up there and gave his speech, I mean, I was speechless. I I don't recall watching that um the part when he did his speech because again, I'm not a fan. But like watching it um in the documentary. I was like, damn, you know what I mean? I was like, wow, he did that. He said that, you know, and and I kind of became a little bit of a fan. I'm gonna be honest, so I'm gonna get at five flights. I'm
2: gonna go with five flights too. I need I need y'all to understand. All right, this is this is Rockefeller, right? This is this is right before Rockefeller split up. This is this is Kanye West right before he hits you with Through the Wire. You understand what I'm saying? I need y'all to understand that this is the ever I grew up in. I already knew that he was living in Newark, New Jersey, downtown Newark. I already knew that he was catching the train over there to make the beats for this one and that one. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're talking about manifesting one's destiny, you're talking about being ahead of your time, you're talking about being a genius, this documentary embodies that. Kanye is that dude love him hate him like him whatever he's that dude and i liked everything about this because it was real nothing was fake everything was there you saw everything from from this relationship with his mother How he got started with Rockefeller, what he did in Chicago. He was famous in Chicago before he was famous to the world. Cause they was going to Chicago using his beats. So much so that a dude made a diss record about him. You understand what I'm saying? Some, some dude on the street was so mad that Kanye made it. The little bit of fame that he had, he made a diss record about him. But my point is like, listen, man, I need y'all to understand. Look at this documentary. You youngins out there, everything y'all doing right now with the cameras following you and y'all little confidence that y'all have thinking that y'all the ish and y'all going to be the next generation, this, that, and the third, Kanye was that first.
0: So far, this is the greatest documentary in hip hop history. Oh, yeah. It's better than the one that Trop Call Quest. It's better than Backstage. It's better than the Black Album one that he did with the, uh, well, the backstage version of the Black Album that Jay-Z had. That was a great documentary. I'm telling you right now. I think this is the best one. I'm going to tell you why, though. I'm going to tell you why. The fifth greatest rapper in history has the best story, the best origin in rap history. Check this out. I'm going to tell you. Kanye West is a different type of genius. It's not that he's a genius like Albert Einstein. He's Quincy Jones on some rap. You know what I mean? That's where the genius comes from. But how you get to see that is through his confidence. His confidence. Is a whole nother person with a whole nother zip code, a whole nother address. And think about this for a second. He knew why everybody wanted to work with Kanye West. Because of his beats. He made money in Chicago, fly his ass out to New York. Well, he was in Jersey, but we know the story. Like you said, he getting money with Rockefeller. And then here's where it all goes. Like, in my opinion, why he is one of the greatest. And like, I respect this man because... I want to be like Kanye West when I was younger. Like I wanted to be that rapper because I'm not no street rapper. So I got these bars, but my hood, the people on Elizabeth Avenue in West Alpine, when I was over here doing my music, they liked the fact that I could rap, but never wanted, never wanted to understand me because I'm not a street rapper. So think about this for a second. He never wanted to go to Rockers Records because he know if he went with Most Death and Talib Kweli, that's the same people. And he would not even be the best person on that label. Most Def and Talib Kweli, lyrically, are better. Kanye West is a better storyteller, but lyrically, those two motherfuckers are better than Kanye. Think about going to Rockefeller. You're the only conscious rapper on Rockefeller. Everybody else is some throwback jersey, Michelin multicolored fitted, f- wearing motherfuckers with do-rags under their head, okay? I was one of them too, all right? I'm just saying. That's how much they have influenced us as youngsters. Rockefeller was the number one hip-hop label, the number one rap label. And they got to keep it street. You ain't get no Kanye West running around here. And this is where it even gets crazier for the greatest rap story of all time. Not only did he get to sell more records than Beanie Sigel or Memphis Bleak, they wound up getting pushed back. Cam had one more album, Purple Haze, and then he do Diplomatic Immunity, and he's no more. And all Rockefeller had now was Jay-Z and Kanye West. Kanye West survived the streets with grit and soul. People thought he was just some geek backpack rapper. No, grit and soul. This is Chicago at his best. Kanye West, man, five flights. I'm getting tired of people calling this man crazy, bipolar, all types of names. Like him or not, this man right here is the greatest conscious rap artist we have ever seen thus far. Now, let's move forward. Now, all of a sudden, Jers, Key. He has this new album. It's called Donda 2. And I love it. I No, not because I didn't hear it, because I didn't pay $200. We're going to get to that in a second. Donda 2 is on this thing called Stem. It's like, I don't know, the Kanye version of Alexis. It's an it's a MP3 player. You purchase it for $200 and you get to hear their music. Now, Smarts, me and you about to talk this music business for a second because okay. you know how I hate Instagram. I call it a third-party middleman. And he did okay. exactly what I told people they, that, that we were talking about with the verses. I, he, I hear you. He did exactly what I was talking about with verses, what Swiss Beasts should do. He's getting rid of the middleman. Now, in Kanye's uh, version of this middleman is Spotify. It's Tidal. Uh-huh. I'm not going to deal with the streaming. I'm only getting 12 cents off of this. I don't want this. I know a million people will buy this at $200. That's 1 million times 200, I believe that's $200 million. Okay. He knows a million people around this world. I mean, listen, hold on, hold on. If people are buying construction paper sneakers called Yeezys for $2,400, i am sure they'll buy some music for $200. What you think,
1: Jerz? Absolutely. I'm just saying, Smarts, talk to me. I think it's a very smart move for him to do. From a producer um perspective what he's doing with the stem is genius you get to customize the song you get to drop out sounds you get to put sounds in you get to control how the, the music is delivered yes like so when you're listening to the radio you only get it one way yes you can you can be entertaining your family in the crib with the with the album and, and doing drops like you, you you're not a dj per se because even djs can't drop out a instrument on a song you could drop hi hats you could you can put the bass in you could just have them rap just over the line if you want to so you could just do whatever you want so i just think it's it's really cool um my thing is the buying the device for $200 and then having the song the album i would like to see you buying the device one time and then fill it you know have memory on it and purchase and download the new new uh, You're able to do content that. on it. You're able to do that. Oh, so I don't yeah, know so
0: about new content. I don't want to. I don't want to be a you know say something that I don't. Really Kanye, know. Don't
1: Kanye. He going to reproduce Don the Two over a million times. You are gonna get the new. They say remakes, you, They say
0: that you could load up music on this stem. They did say that you can load music. Oh, so that's 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 even better. They, they say you can load music that's, up on. That's it. that's it. That's even better, right? Yeah, that's it. Here's the thing about Kanye that I just again that people need to remind themselves. Jerz, I think you would know this too. Yo, he's the. First digital rap artist. If you think about it, he got to, mind you, he came out 2004, two years later, 06. That's basically when YouTube revitalized themselves as like, yo, come on
1: artists, come make your videos.
0: I mean, no, no, right. But I'm just saying like Kanye really, you know, Reverb Nation, he was on every single streaming platform that was out even for like one year. He was on all of it. And then one more thing I want to say and we can get up out of here. Another way, another reason why he is one of the, he's the one of the greatest stories in rap history. Remember that versus he had against Curtis, against 50 Cent? Remember that marketing I remember scheme? that. Remember that? It was him versus Curtis. And he, and he beat 50. And no, no, no. I sold no. him. Now, hear me out. That has nothing. Listen, because as a, a market employee, album, as a market, I was going to get to that. As a market employee, it was great for everybody because it, it made everybody gravitate to these two stars. And 50 Cent is still a star. And honestly, that Curtis album wasn't that bad. It was a pretty good album. Right. It was a pretty it was a pretty good album. But here's just, it's the thing that I learned about the people in the streets. And I don't know what this is as far as black men. So just hit me out for a second, Keisha, because I'm about to talk about this black men for a second. Like, for all my street brothers, like, y'all got to stop, yo. Seriously. You got to stop. Like, nobody never want to give Kanye no points. It was always, well, you know, like, he ain't for the streets, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he for the other people. Like, nah, like, listen, yo, Kanye is us. Just like 50 is us. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to hear, like, Because this is some, uh, or his confidence is what brings him out. He's some geek. So he doesn't get the appease of the people. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I feel like this is the same reason why Michael Jackson turned, you know what? Because the people didn't want to like him as he got older. Oh, he's not what he used to be. White people gravitated, hugged him, hold him. Yo, we love you no matter what. He wound up bleaching his face. And there goes the end of this story. So I'm just letting y'all know. When y'all see Kanye West with 18-inch boots because he bought them from Amazon.com forward slash Marilyn Manson and he wearing Squid Game ski masks, it's y'all fault. Because y'all made him like that.
3: Please direct your attention to the screen in front of you for a little in-flight entertainment. We know you'll enjoy.
0: Step aside, get out my way, white people. What is white? Why I can't get on a bus? I'm trying to get on a bus. I'm not. A, I'm not even. A, uh, I'm not even from the Ukraine. Step aside, step aside. I'm not even from the Ukraine. I am Congo kind of here. I don't. I don't care if I'm black. I'm gonna get on this train. Shut up. Get out of here. All right, anyway, got my face. I'm here live in the Ukraine, being racially profiled and discriminated against. I thought that was only in North New Jersey, where, where only black people live at. But anyway, I'm here with co-producer Smarts. And uh it's cold. It's fing cold. Anyway, co-producer smart. We were here, Salon reporting about what was going on in the Ukraine versus Russia. What is going on here? It seems like the Russia wants to bring back the USSR all back together again. He wants to bring the band back together. He wants the second biggest super nation in the world so he can nuclear bomb us. I, I I don't understand what's going on here. Smart talk to me about this. You you study social science, political science, or some type of science, chemistry, something. I don't know, biology. Tell me what's going on here.
1: Well hello sir. How how are you doing today, sir? I don't care, but nothing about anything that's going on with Russia or the Ukraine. I see bombs going up in the sky, they said that they're coming, and we said no they're not coming, and then all of a sudden, all these white people, they start running towards the trains, they start running out of their homes, so me, my girlfriend, and my baby decide to follow. We get to the train, Yes. they try to get on the train, they do not let us get on their train, they say, women, children, and white men can get on before we get on. I don't understand what is going on. I just want to go home. I just want to go back home to my home country where it is worse, where it is worse. I did not not come here for this. I should have just stayed where I was. I should have just stayed at my house, in my village where I was. I come out and I come here to, who wants to be a doctor anyway? Who wants to be a doctor?
0: This this is very interesting because according to according to my friend Nassau, it seems like Smarts was just a d- from Alabama. I didn't know he was from Nigeria. This is amazing. A uh, co-producer, Smarts. I didn't even know you was going to be a doctor. What's going on here? Talk to me. I asked you about Russia and the Ukraine. You're talking about trains. What's going on here? What's up?
1: Uh-huh. What's up? This is none of my business. This is none of our business. These are Russians going against Ukraine. And obviously, these are white people going to take over other white people. So we are just trying to get out of their way and let me go back home where it is worse.
0: Okay? Sounds like a plan to me. This is Congo Connor, and it's been the TLNF Report. Somebody give me a cigarette. It's f***ing cold out here. In West Philadelphia, all about how my life got twisted upside down and I like to take a minute, just sit right there and tell you how me and Jers is going to recap about Bel Air. All
2: right. Anyway, here we go. That was pretty fire, bro. <laughs> that was that was pretty fire, my guy. <laughs> I only
0: changed the last bar. Ain't Bob- that was, that's what was fire about it. That was pretty fire. <laughs> Jers, what did you think about this show, Bel Air? I think Will Smith did some different things with this, man. Talk to me about
2: it. First of all, pardon me, America. I do not know the names of none of the actors or actresses. In this, however, um, I think this show is really, really good. I like the uh, realistic, I like the reality part of it. I like the fact that it's given a legitimate reason as to why the mother would want to move Will from Philly to Bel-Air. I don't think he's a comedian, so I don't really look at him as being funny, but I do like his character. Bravo, hold on, let me give a... Whoever playing Carlton hey, man, I like that. Good work, my guy. Good work. Oh, you like Carlton work, huh? I like Carlton. Pause. I like... (laughs) (laughs) I like the guy's acting that's playing Carlton. I I like it. Talk to us about that. What you think about it? So, if you remember um, the show, you know, you're telling our age, it was a long, long time ago. Right, right. But um, Carlton was very, very funny and sarcastic and a little goofy.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. This Carlton oh man, like he's manipulative. Yes. Conniving. Very yes. (laughs) Sneaky. Super yes. Petty. Ultimate yes. You understand what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) And it it gives the show a great uh, balance between the two. And I like that a lot. Four flights. Let's just talk about Carlton real fast. Yo, something about this
0: dramedy or this drama, that's that's basically what it is. It's it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air soap opera. That's all. Okay. And think about this for a second. In a 20 minute cuz re- realistically sitcoms are really like 22 minutes
2: then you got the commercials. 24, but I got you.
0: Exactly. So you don't get to you don't get a 3D version of Carlton Banks on television from the back in the day show. Okay. You know what I mean? Like you get you get like, you know, like exactly what it looks like. Like this is a a tight shirt polo wearing <laughs> Smart dude, like an uptight, smart man who's, who's rich already. He doesn't come from no type of poverty. Facts. So he's just black, just living in Bel-Air, you know what I mean?
2: Looking at that as a miscreant
0: Because this is a black man coming to Bel-Air, so this is a whole nother thing, you know what I mean? This is a black American, for real, <laughs> coming to Bel-Air, about to change the game. So, and he'd never seen something like that before, because re- realistically, if you just black living in Bel-Air, you probably look like Carlton. Facts. Act like Carlton and you get to see full blown what that dynamic could look like if you are a born black American from Bel-Air, what it could look like. I appreciated that because Facts. you couldn't really get that from the TV show, From, the, from the, even though you didn't need that because it was a comedy. So you just needed Carlton to do the stick. It's not unusual. You just him to do that stick. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, Carlton, you got us. You know what I mean? Especially when you see Carlton doing, you know, strip club dances and just having fun. It's like, oh, Carlton ain't uptight today. He wildin'. <laughs> this is a good day for us. Oh, my God, black people, with unite. You know? <laughs> with this Carlton right here, this West African looking Carlton, this dude right here, looks like he want to poison you tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. I do too. I love it. Now- And It's reality. It's reality. The dynamic of, no disrespect when I say this, uptight bel-air black dude versus West Philly. I'm from the hood, dude. And it's not even like Will Smith is the street dude. He's just a dude from the hood. He's from here. I'm not hood. I'm just from the hood. But I ain't going to have that shit, I'll beat your ass right now. Best part of the show so far I saw when he called Carlton a sucker for letting the white dude say the word shit he was doing the Meek Mill song. But anyway, I give this show five flights.
2: Ah. Five flights. From you, five flights.
0: Absolutely. Let me tell you something from the written. First of all, what did he say in the credits of the opening intro? He told you that I got into a little fight. My mama got scared. Mm -hmm. You saw what happened. You know what I'm saying? You saw exactly why he had to leave and go to Bel Air. Whoever did the casting, forget the acting. Whoever did the casting, Mm. they deserve something. I don't know. A Bentley something. I don't know. I don't know what you
2: get, but you get something. I'm sure Will gave it to
0: him. Because let me tell you something. They made this look like something that their own network set up, okay? Like, it looked like Greenleaf, but it's Bel Air. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, step inside my office right now. Listen, young lady, I don't know what you was thinking, but you was supposed to outbid NBC for this show. Hmm. This show would have looked so good on your streaming app. Mind you, it's on a streaming app. It's not even like it's on regular cable television. It's on a streaming app. You should have just outbid. BET, you in trouble too. Come into the office. Yo, y'all, y'all bugging. Why would you let Peacock have this? Y'all supposed to have this for the culture. If y'all want to sit there and be like, I'm for the culture. Bel-Air is a for-the-culture show.
2: Well, maybe they already own the rights to the show or anything Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh,
0: you're talking about the Peacock? Well, NBC. You're talking about NBC. Right. Okay, no. Now, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now, all I'm going to say is this. The same way how we just talked about copy infringement outside of this show. (laughs) And you just seen the beer behind my back and you was like, yo, that's kind of copyright infringement. In my opinion, I believe that Will Smith, this is Will Smith's story. That's got sold to NBC when they did the show in the first place. He could remix that any way he wanted to. And the way that they showed it is different. It's not necessarily the same. I think think he could have just easily. I mean, now we speculating. We don't know. I'll have to look this up. But I think he could have easily been like, hey, Oprah, what's up? We about to do the soap opera version of this. What you want to do? And they should have did that. So five flights to this show. Um, I'm with you as far as the acting. The acting is okay. It's not great. But it don't need to be great. It just needs to be, to be honest with you, it needs to be what is exactly what it is. A soft hip-hop 12-year-old version in 2022. Mm. It's what we used to, it's what we was watching, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but we watched the comedy version. Now the twelve year olds of today, they get to watch the drama version, and they like this version. Come on, now you get PCP up in my man book bag. This is exactly how they live in that kit right now. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code Program for a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital
3: scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code Program. It's the Bel Air. What the f this that pilot
0: sh- right here. The FBI is now leading the investigation into more than a dozen bomb threats targeting historically black colleges and universities, the newest threats on this the first day of Black History Month. At least 18 HBCUs receiving threats since yesterday. Howard University among the schools receiving threats for a second straight day. Several schools canceling classes or switching to remote learning as a precaution. So I'm about to give you some names of some schools. Russ College. Coppin State University, Jackson State University, Mississippi Valley State University, Morgan State University, Alcorn State University, Tougaloo College, Kentucky State University, Fort Valley State University, damn, that's a long one, Fort Valley State University, Howard University, Spelman College, Xavier University, the University of the District of Columbia in Washington, D.C., Edward Waters University, Harris Stowe State University, Philander Smith College. Hampton University and Norfolk State University, they have all been called in for bomb threats in the month of February. That's wow. All of these schools. Right. Every single one of them. Now, here's the thing. At first, I was going to say, and I know this is speculation, even though they have, uh, I believe, according to CBS News, they have gathered six suspects for these uh, call in for these bomb threats. So here's my speculation at first. I'm like, yo, white Southern supremacists just really don't like Black History Month. Right. And then on top of it, if you shut down schools and you do these bomb threats, you have to hire more security. That's more funding. I was reading an article where one of the Virginia legislators have asked, well, I'm sorry, not one of the Virginia legislators, the the governor of Virginia has asked the the legislators, the lawmakers to send some money out to some of these schools that's in Virginia, the HBCUs to cover the expenses for their uh, campus security. So I thought that was a way that you can take money from us. But then I was reading the article with Forbes, right? So check this out. This is where we're about to go. In 2020, I want to show you something, Smarts. In 2020, the North Carolina legislator gave NC State, which is the same college that Russell Wilson went to. Okay. All right. Now, mind you, 32,000 students in that school, 7% of those 32,000 students are Black Americans. They received 79. percent million dollars for research. For those who don't know, when they say they're giving $79 million to a school for research, that's just me they're giving funding. That's just $79 million going to them. They okay. do with that money however they want to, but it's $79 million going to this institution. Let's look at their HBCU counterparts, okay? A black, All black school in North Carolina. NCANT, which is HBCU's most populated school. Now, I want to show you something for a second. It's the most populated school in HBCU in the country. It only has 11,700 students. You want to know something real fast? Let me show you something. I want to show you something. Texas A&M, which is one of the most populated schools in the nation. Uh-huh. They have a freshman enrollment class this year. 12,459 wow. students.
1: So, so that's
0: crazy. Wow. So okay. I, I want to I I I break something down to you. 11,700 students, they only receive from the state $9.5 million. Oh, wow. Now, here's where I want to go with you with this for a second. In my mind, I'm like this. Yo, oh, my God. I know why the state legislators don't give the HBCUs that much money when they get that federal government money. They can say that the HBCUs do not have a high enrollment that needs to have a lot of money go their way. Right. So, here's my question for you: What can we do to get every Black American into an HBCU?
1: Um, I I think there has to be a culture of the parents teaching their kids the importance of going to an HBCU. Um, a lot of times in our communities, we can't afford to go out the state to go to school, so we usually stay local. In college, or we will go to a community college or somewhere local because we can't afford to go out of state. And a lot of times, if you don't live in the same state as an HBCU, you're not going to, you're probably not going to go, go to one. And there just needs to be more of a conversation of the importance of it and highlight the programs that the HBCUs have. We don't know what product they're offering. We don't know what they're teaching. We don't know. But by majority, what schools specialize in what? You know, if you want to go in the medical field, you know you can go to Duke and become a doctor, right? But when you go to Howard, what do you get when you come from Howard? Now, you go to Howard, you go to law school, you may come out get a lawyer, you got a, you know, the music industry, you know for the most part, you want to be an alma mater of Howard, you might be a successful black
0: person. I would definitely say if you are looking to be someone in the arts or law, Howard is where to go.
1: Right. So, so but we we don't know that until it's too late. Hampton as well. But go ahead, keep talking. Right. I'm just saying, I didn't know that until I was in my twenties,
0: right? No, no. What you're saying is, if, if I was is 100%. 16 years
1: old, and I knew that I would have went to Howard. I want to say this real fast, and we can end this. This is. I'm glad you said everything you
0: said because I think that's what HBCUs need to be doing moving forward. No more selling the culture of HBCU. You need to sell ESPN to Black Ye- America. Yeah. All right, fellas, I want to go down this list. Complex has put out the 22 best hip hop duos of all time. So what I want to do real fast, as fast as I can. All right. Y'all going to play defense on this as fast as I can. I'm going to run down the 22 duos. And when you find something that just doesn't sound right with this list, it just doesn't sound right to the ears the same way their music hasn't. Is it just, in order? You just stop me there. I'm going to assume that it's in order only because the top 10, honestly, I'm, I kind of think that you may not say too much. On the top 10. On
1: the top 10. Oh, right. so, it's, so it's the 22 to the... <laughs> to, the to, <laughs> to 11. To, well, to 11. We'll just, we we might not make it the one to 10. That's what it sound like. Number 22, Black Sheep. Any objections? Uh, well, it depends on what 21 is. I'm not familiar.
0: L-Trim, number 21.
2: Who is that? Yeah, who is that?
0: Okay, they said at a time when few women besides Salt and Pepper were on the hip hop charts, and New York was still the genre's uncontested epicenter, L Trim were outliers on both fronts. Two young women from Miami making club hits like Grabby and Cars with the Boom. Um, let me see here. Bunny D and Lady Tigra disbanded after their third album. They had three albums. That
1: sound like Thundercats.
0: Yeah,
2: look, look, I'm throwing, I'm throwing a virtual flag here. Okay,
0: right? that's go a ahead. penalty. All right, that's a penalty. <laughs> we don't know, we don't know who that. We that's don't, a don't know.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number twenty, the dog pound. All right, okay. number twenty. That's wow. That's what I'm saying. Number twenty, wow. the dog pound. Number nineteen, city girls.
2: Over uh, the dog pound. Wow! wow. This, is, this is okay. That's disrespectful.
1: I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue. Right. Y'all ready? <laughs> I see where this is going. Let me. It's let me. It sounds like it's, 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 it's getting worse. Let me okay. start. <laughs> let
0: me start from the top real fast, so everybody could just understand what was going on so far. Number 22, Black Sheep. Number 21, L Trim. Number 20, Dog Pal. Number 19, City Girls. Say what? Number 18, Helter Skelter.
1: No. Huh? wow, number eighteen. Helter I gotta see who Skelter.
2: above them, but because I, I used to, I used to rock. I them, like Helter Skelter. So. I yeah. like Helter Skeleton. They should be higher. They should be higher
1: than me. But go ahead.
0: Duck Down Productions was pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number seventeen, Pete Rock, CL Smooth.
1: Wow, that's gotta be higher. That's disrespectful. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. This is funny right here. Everybody, don't laugh. This definitely sound like something that uh the Boondocks just eased in here, but Black Alicious, number sixteen.
2: Ooh. Yo, that's a that's a technical foul, man. <laughs> members yeah, well, ooh, above
0: above Pete Rock? Members of Black Alicious, the, the members are Gift of Gab and
1: Chief XL.
0: They are one of West Coast's most important groups during the rise of conscious rap
1: in the late 90s. Okay, well, I I am not gonna be biased. I'm, okay, I'm not gonna be biased from the East Coast. I don't know.
0: For all we know, they probably sold all their records in California yeah, the same way platinum. E40 did. You don't know. Yeah,
1: we okay
0: okay. So number 15 is about to get even a little different. Run the Jews. Have anyone even heard of this yeah, group? Yeah, Run the Jews should be higher. Run the Jews should be higher. Okay, yeah, so Yeah, that's, that's killer Mike and um Okay, you know you sound like you know one half. What about you, Jersey? You heard about this group? No. Okay, so this is <laughs>
2: You no. don't know who Run the Jewels is? Never this heard is, of him. Okay. This is L P. Now that you said Killer Mike is in it. I'm going to check him out.
1: This is LP and Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. yeah, bro. Killer Mike and LP. Who's I, what LP
2: stand for? Lost prevention? Like, no, what it's, LP
0: stands for? L-P, but I don't know who this guy is. All right. I ain't going to get into it. I'm keeping going. I'm
1: right, keeping moving. I'm going to keep gonna
0: it, moving. it moving. All right. Number 14, Camp Low.
1: They only had one record.
0: I would have put Camp Low like at number 22 personally. Yeah,
1: they, they should have been lower. Yeah. They should be on the list. They too high. I ain't going
0: to lie to you. I did buy that first album though. Okay, that, that might be why they higher. How they higher you got than got that?
1: dog pounder. That's what
0: I'm saying. They only had one record, dog. Okay, number 13. Y'all about to be really laughing at this one.
1: DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. They're not even considered a group,
2: though. You know, he doesn't touch the mic.
1: That's <laughs> like, like, They shouldn't touch even the be mic. on a list. I mean, no disrespect. They shouldn't even be on a the list. They, now they're just making up stuff. Okay.
2: Number 12, The Beat
1: Nuts. Hmm. They should be lower. Number 11, Black Star. Most deaths, I live quality. Okay, okay. They should be higher. Number 10, Dead Prez. Woo. Okay, keep going. Number 9, Clips. Clip should be lower. Number eight, EPMD. Okay. EPMD should be like top five. Number seven, MOP. Okay, okay. I'm well, liking, I'm liking so far. One. MOP should be number one, baby. Brownville, baby. Nah. <laughs> you crazy. That's my home. That's the hometown, boy. I'm with you. I, I rock it. with MOP. But. I live three houses down from them. You crazy. They number, <laughs> number one. They number
0: be- number six. Number six. 8-Ball and MJG. I agree. I, I,
1: I, I, mm-hmm. I, can, I can rock with that. Mm-hmm. Number five. Eric B. and Rakim. See, you can't have 8-Ball and MJG above MOP. You can't. But I see why. Because they appealed to more people. But MOP had a bigger smash, though. But anyway.
2: Number four. Which Wait, what's the group you just
1: said? For five?
0: Number five. Let's go to the top ten real fast for everybody to know what's going on here. Number ten. Greatest duos of all time, according to Complex. Number ten is Dead Prez. Number nine is The Clips. To be honest with you, I'm going to have to go with number 11. Because number 11 is Black Star. And I think Black Star is better than Dead Prez. But that's just my personal opinion. Um, Black Star number 11 Number ten, Dead Press. They could have switched that around. Number nine, Eclipse. Number eight, EPMD. Number seven, MOP. Number six, Eight Ball MJG. Number five, Eric B. and Rakim. Number
1: four, UGK. Mm, Ooh, legends. They should be top three. Number three, Gangstar. Gangstar should be number two. Number two, Mob Deep. Mm, Mob Deep should be like number six. Wow. Who do you
0: think number one is, Jerz? You thought too long. Smarts, who do you think number one <laughs> what is? What am I, thinking? I don't. I don't know. Come on, the greatest duo of all time, Outcast, number one.
1: All right, Smarts, let's explain it for America. Out of bounds, let's do it. All right, here we go. This is how it's looking, all right? You feel me? You hear me? You feel me? You feel me? You hear me? All right, here we go. Look, we got Keesh, we got Nasir on one team. You got me, you got Jerz on the other team. What's getting right happen is we're going to read off the cards. And when we read off the cards to them, they have 10 seconds to guess. Right. right? Whoever gets the most guess wins. If there's a tie, we have a lightning round with we'll, me and him a rock, paper, scissor for who's going to read it off. And then whoever answers the question, gets the guess right, is the winner.
0: And we get the TV title of the plane. There and I'm going to rip your <laughs> I want that title, bro. I want that belt. You understand? And I will do anything. You understand? Anything to get that crown.
2: Okay. I am the one.
1: No, I'm the one. No, I'm the one. No, I am the one. I'm the head of this table. No, yeah, I yeah. am the head of the table. Right? Y'all, y'all know y'all done messed up, right?
3: He said anything, though?
1: <laughs> wow. Keisha, you on my team. Calm that <laughs> down. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we talking wrestler my talk. we talking wrestler <laughs> talk over here uh, Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. We're doing man. WWE promos. She want to sit here and do Set meatloaf. anything. Want to do meatloaf sex talk. Talk about some anything? No, I won't do that. <laughs> but I won't do Lies. that. Lies. All right. right. So since 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 you're the captain, you go first. All right, Keisha, you ready? I'm ready. All right. So, all right. Here we go. You ready? Your word is the Steve Harvey show. The words you can't say are hairline, high tower, Romeo, bullet. All right. So it ain't the DL Hughley show. It's not the. It's not the Bernie Mac show. Steve Harvey. There you go. Your word is melanin. The words you can't say. Are black complexion, color, skin. Oh man, I can't say it. Um, um, brown. I can say brown. What's that? Another word for brown?
3: Mister Brown, Medea, Mr. Brown. Uh, Madea, Mr. Pass. Don't worry about it. Mm.
0: Your word is Michael Jordan. The words you can't say are Jumpman, Bulls, basketball, twenty-three. The greatest player in uh that is not LeBron James. Kobe Bryant? No, the other one. Um. The other uh, one. Michael something.
1: <laughs> um, his last
0: name. Jordan, Jordan. Uh, Thank you. That's it. I got <laughs> it. Was, We're taking it. We're it.
1: taking it. We'll give it to her. we give it to her. It's Women's Month. We'll let you have it.
0: Your word is streetlights. The words you can't say are curfew, outside, summer, home. All right. All right. So we used to be, we used to be in this place, in the park, and your mama said, Get in, get in, in, get in the, the crib before the... The lights went off. Wait, but what, the what the sun's it? down. But, before yeah. it got dark. But, but yeah, you know, you was right with the first... Before the, What, the, what the you call the... Yeah, what type of... What type the, um, of Don't worry about it. The name of the street light. That was good, but that we, we just like... Your word is sweet tea. The words you can't say are sugar, southern, lemonade, iced. All right, last one. Um, people like to drink this from McDonald's all the time mad mad, mad. well I don't want to say no the shake. bad word um, but, but, you know.
1: t- sweet tea there you go and yeah. uh, four out of five we out <laughs> here on these streets the that was four out of five that was four out of five but yes. well, that's because yeah. we gave them one okay you let's go
3: one. wait okay. nah I got that one what you mean I said Jordan right before he said
1: nah,
0: that, was, right, that, was, Jordan second, that, that was Jordan before 10 10 seconds that was Jordan
2: before
3: 10 I seen you at I nine see I
0: seen you at nine and you was about to get you was about to get this size nine up your t-shirt like Michael she's like
2: Michael
1: Gee <laughs> see some bullshit.
0: Your word is living single. The words you can't say are women, roommates, Sinclair, Queen Latifa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a very popular show of black people that were friends. What? Martin. No. The living other single. Word. There you go. Okay. All right.
0: Your word is switch. The words you can't say are tree, belt, light,
1: whooping. Um this is what they tell you. Um this is what they tell you to go get when you in trouble. What?
2: The belt. Two, the switch. There you go. There
1: you go.
0: Your word is T. The words you can't say are dirt, rumor, talk, news.
1: Um <laughs> It's after the letter S. There you go.
0: <laughs> Your word is strip club. The words you can't say are nude, woman, pole,
1: Atlanta. This is uh, um. You you come on now. You you uh give them you give them you go there to, to tip. You go there Two. to tip. restaurant.
2: No stripper club. Five. There you go. Strip Son club. of
1: a gun. <laughs> there you go.
0: Your word is living room. The words you can't say are home, off limits, grandma, couch.
1: Um here we go. Come it's on. The, it's the it's it's the One. the main place in your crib. Two.
2: The living room. Three. There you go. Get
1: the f out of here, yo. Five out of five, hey, let's go, baby. Yo. yo, you was killing that slow. You was like none, I'm going
2: Hey, and yo. 10 seconds. Hey, 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 yo. I
0: yeah, you title! Hey, yo, what the fuck This is the right here.